Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The A Show Podcast. We reply to absolutely everyone. We also upload the same episodes to Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Please don't forget, if you like the podcast, to give us a five-star rating on Apple. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work and got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard times. Coming off some hard times. Hard times. Hope y'all like that intro. If you didn't, then... You don't have a pulse. (laughs) Yeah, so we decided to hop on here and do a podcast because, I mean, what else is there to do right now? I feel like everybody's just going through the motions. You can only watch the news and scroll through Facebook so many times before you throw your phone and TV. I know. I saw a meme. It's like, you know how you... Every second they're showing the weather. Now it's every second all you hear about is corona. Yeah. Apparently, one of the um, side effects of the coronavirus is that it makes you thirsty for Facebook likes. Because people post the worst things on there. Facebook, the people on Facebook are like, to me, aliens. There's two people on my Facebook feed right now. There's the people that are like posting anything they see that has to do with corona funny stuff some of it's funny some of it's just inaccurate babble yeah some of it is panic ensuing like it's all kinds of stuff and then there's the other people that are like hey post your third photo in your uh, photo album and let's comment on it (laughs) and I'm like I can't do this anymore I can't be here I quit Facebook I I quit. They're releasing shirts. Yeah. All right, guys. You know what they're called? The shirts that they're releasing? Yeah. You know how they, every year at Mania, they'll be like, I was there. Yeah, I bought one of those shirts tonight. Jerry Lawler had a heart attack. Shut up. I'm talking about WrestleMania. Yeah, they do the WrestleMania. I was there. Brock Lesnar has his city shirts. Like yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So they're releasing a Tampa shirt that says I wasn't there because nobody's <laughs> able to go. I'd, I'd rock that stuff. If you're working right now, shout out to you. Yes, shout so out. So like, the way I kind of think about it is like we're at war right now with like this invisible enemy, as the president keeps saying. And the people that are at work right now, you are our draftees. You were drafted to go to war. Our tanks are now 18-wheelers and trains. Our front line is now medical workers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So if you do any of those things, if you're working right now, kudos to you. Thank you. Pharmacists, grocery store workers, nurses. If you're a GameStop worker, I don't know why you're there. Okay, yeah, GameStop <laughs> needs to shut down. Anyways. But uh, kudos to you. Thank you. Our mall is still open. Oh, my God. We're in Louisiana, by the way, and we have almost 600 cases by this yeah. point of corona. Yeah. Mardi Gras did not do well. Yeah. It was fun, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's where a lot of them came from. Yeah. 
So, the biggest news, obviously, is that WrestleMania will be two nights, will be held from the Performance Center, and I have no idea how this is going to go. Rob Gronkowski signed. He will be the host. Ugh, kill me now. Dude, you remember how I said that if I would have known that if Shane McMahon's comeback meant four years of Shane McMahon, I wouldn't want it? Yeah. I'm kind of seeing it now. If Gronk's coming in... (laughs) <laughs> means I have to get more Mojo Rally all oh the time. Oh, God. Tell me about it. I'm so good. And I don't mean, like, I'm not trying to hate on Mojo, but that shtick, to like me, it. is a little played out. It is. It's very try-hard. Very... Yeah. That L-M-A-F-O style. Yeah. It's over with, and it only really lasted for, like, a year. It doesn't. It didn't have a lot of staying power. Like... It's like kind of like Matt Riddle with the bro thing, except just not cool at all. It's like your uncles or like your dad trying to be cool and fit in, but it's just not working for me. I don't even know where I'm going with this. I just don't see it as being anything I'm going to like or be interested in. Yeah, right. So one of the things I kind of asked myself, like, because Gronk doesn't really do it for me either. Uh-uh. So I was kind of like... Am I just doing this because it's wrestling? And then I was like, because I like I'm a professional chef, so I was like, if Gronk started a cooking show, would I be excited? No. If Gronk was like, I'm leaving basketball to play basketball or football to play basketball, would I be excited? No. So, him doing anything doesn't move the needle for me. I don't know if it does for a lot of people. Six hours after Gronk host, uh, said that he was going to be hosting WrestleMania, it had 9,000 likes. Six hours after. Maybe it was just... That's a- not... Uh, what? What's your source? I looked. <laughs> no shit. Like, what, on what? Like, Twitter? Or- yeah, I got on Twitter, and on I WWE saw... On Twitter? And he, at 7 p.m., he said, I'm hosting. Uh-huh. And then at, like, 2 in the morning, yeah. I saw his tweet and it had 9,000 likes <sighs> I don't know what it's at now I just uh, I just wonder if it moves the needle as much as they think, think it does yeah yeah so Smackdown and Raw we haven't done a podcast since you know the whole COVID-19 outbreak and they've been holding the Smackdown and Raw's from the Performance Center and basically it's just they haven't really been having a lot of matches They've been doing a lot of recaps, and even last night on SmackDown, they did the whole WrestleMania 30 recap with John Cena and Bray Wyatt, and then they did they did do a Goldberg-Roman Reigns face-off, and I'm like, this isn't social distancing. And uh, What was Little Bitch Bulldog? Little Bitch Bulldog, or little, I don't know what Roman said. Something like that. Respect but. your elders. That's just rude. <laughs> But yeah, they did do the play on thing where Roman is fault, Cena, Triple H, Brock Lesnar, etc., and beat all of them. And so he's saying he's gonna kick Goldberg's ass. And uh, do you think? I was just thinking about this. So like, there's no sports going on, so people are betting on WrestleMania. Do you think that at the biggest underdog Goldberg will be? Vince McMahon will place a bet on Bill Goldberg. And 
book him to win because <laughs> they've lost some money. Bruh. <laughs> Dude, I'm putting 100 on Goldberry That's just for funny. the hell of it. Um, yeah, so, and we also found out that uh, despite hope, Paige is not returning. She was just announcing. Oh, yeah, I was really confused by that. I was like, when did she become general manager again? She just made this, it. This, dude, this is what I said like a month and a half ago. This is the problem of not having a GM role. There's no structure. Right. You have just people showing up being like, this is the match you're having. Like, this Roman Reigns was the ladder or the cage match between Corbin and Roman Reigns a number one contender match? No. Then why is he get the title match because he's the one that answered the challenge when Goldberg called out the locker room so he was the closest to the stage I don't know nothing makes sense that it's super difficult to not have any type of authority figure when you're running something like this you don't even have to I think the way NXT does it with uh, William Regal is exactly ideal because also like they can WWE they do tend to go overboard with the how many years in a row did we see the authority angle oh yeah it's like they can't find a happy medium right and then they think that that's the saving grace with ratings I know they ain't running that ice cream truck right dude, now dude let's go get some ice cream hell no why not with this outbreak dude if you think I'm corona, if you think coronavirus can survive inside of an ice cream truck it you're can. nuts it can no those it things cold temperature those things are filthy with like <laughs> so, so like all kinds of other stuff you need to worry about you ain't getting corona you're getting <laughs> probably staff. the person driving the yeah you're getting, van. you're getting tetanus and staff but uh yeah so i don't know the the match between uh becky God, i don't even remember it was like it, basically the six women smackdown have right now are all in the match pretty much and it's gonna be on the pre-show but you can obviously tell that the story that they're gonna build with that is becky and bailey and maybe at SummerSlam, maybe in uh SummerSlam, bailey versus sasha in sasha's hometown yeah yeah sasha needs a run and uh, sasha i, I was kind of surprised by this because you were like no we don't need to see this again what the ba- the sasha and bailey bullshit you told me that when did i say that i said that i predicted that the main event for smackdown was gonna be sasha sasha versus bailey and you told me that they don't need to do that again no i said uh charlotte and becky they don't need to do that again do you listen to our podcasts? I mean, we can run it back, but I'm you don't want positive that. I said Charlotte and Becky, and I said it's too soon to split up Sasha and Bailey right now. Yeah. Well, anyway, you're wrong, and I went and looked, and like, they don't have, they were in a lot of matches together, but they don't have a lot of singles. I, the last, like, six manias, I know, that's Sasha I doesn't have... That. have a singles mania match right like that mattered that's why i wouldn't have said that so anyway it looks like you got your wish of daniel bryan and drew gulak tag teaming because they were well in a tag team <laughs> last night. yeah uh i think that's really smart if you're not doing anything with daniel bryan right now yeah uh, clearly you didn't watch smackdown no because next week, if Drew Gulak beats 
Nakamura, I believe, then Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan are going to have a match at Mania for the Intercontinental Championship. Love that. Me too. Love that. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, and man, Sammy versus Daniel? Yeah. You got me. Yeah. Like, man, it sucks that WrestleMania is not at the Grand... Sammy, yeah, I'm in. I know. I'm in. You can you can main event with that, and I understand why All you right, did it. now you're going too far. I know, but that's just me. I'm telling you that if I was booking Mania and that match was on the card, I'd say, oh, that's our main event. I'll never book Mania, so All you right, won't have to worry about up. it, but... Alright, I think that's pretty much it for SmackDown. Dude, that's crunk. Nah, I'm pumped. Oh, Dude, I, yeah, that I, could be better than Steamboat and Macho Man. Yeah. Like, they could tear it up. It just sucks. And just let them. Because you're not, you don't have all this other stuff that you usually have. It's usually the grandest stage of them all. Not so much this year. Right? You're not going to have the pyro. You're not going to have the big music. You're not going to have the big entrances. Okay, what are you going to do? You gotta have good matches, right? And that, like it's like your matches. I mean, you don't have the crowd to feed off of. Nope. You gotta be smart about it, Ugh. and you gotta have good matches. And that match with that kind of empty arena feel that could be special. I think. I, I, are they pre-taping matches? I wouldn't think so. I think they are. Wait, you talking about for Mania? Yeah. Really? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not positive, but I thought I read that somewhere. Okay, well, I'll tell you this. They may pre-tape them yeah, just in case, but I feel like what we see that day, if allowed, will be live. And they may just have the pre-tapes to say, all right, if everything gets canceled, we can just film. You know, we'll just show this. WrestleMania looks to be pre-taped as it has stopped being advertised as live. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe that would kind of. And it could just be speculation. I don't know, but that would be fine though because th- that news probably won't break. It sucks. This whole thing sucks. Yeah, coronavirus, man. It's like being at your child's birthday, your child's friend's birthday party. Like you're not gonna have fun. It's gonna <laughs> suck, but you're not there for you. You're doing it for others. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then like not much, a lot of recaps on Raw. Stone, it was three sixteen day. Becky and Stone Cold had their moment. Yeah, which super. Was, Becky can pound some beers. I don't. Think, I was impressed. Yeah, I'm not shocked, but I am impressed. And then, yeah. So, oh yeah, we're gonna have Rollins and Kevin Owens, which we knew that was coming. I actually said that, you know, it'd be the multi-man tag, but with one of the disciples now injured with a bicep injury. Who? One of the, uh, Razor, Razor. God, they always get hurt. He, I think it's him again, and yeah, he does kind of always get hurt. That's a bummer. But. Is it? Yeah, man, I, I, AOP started in NXT, got hot super quick. Something happened, came back to the main roster, something happened. Like, every time they get going, they get injured, and it sucks because I think what would make them better is just repetition in the ring. Yeah. They got to get the reps in, and they can't because they're, they're big, bo- man, they can, and they can move. Those dudes can work. So, yeah, I, 
I don't even know what to say about Mania. Like, in like the Raws and Smackdowns, when they happened, I was like, I'm not going to expect anything because I shouldn't. Right. They, I have they don't such, even have to do this. I have such low expectations. Right. Like, they don't even have to do this. They could just say, look, we're tired of losing money. So we're not going to, we're just going to postpone everything and chill, whatever. So it sucks to say this, but I wish WWE did a better job of taking advantage of people being at home and saying, let's just drive some storylines in. Let's get some good promo work. Right. Let's do some backstage stuff, some interview, you know, some set stuff that we can record and make sure it's perfect and exactly what we want. Um, kind of like Dynamite. I didn't want to bring it up, but that's kind of what I was going with. I felt like, now I will say, the open didn't do it for me. Some people were I like, see, what a great open. You know it what? Was good. But- You're right. See, there is a fine line with me. Cody Rhodes, like, okay, he's great in the ring and stuff, but sometimes he comes across as corny to me. Right. It, to me, I wasn't so worried about what Cody did. I thought Kenny Omega looked weak. I felt he, I felt like he looked really uncomfortable when he grabbed the mic mm-hmm. and just started talking. Granted, well, I didn't care because there is some dissension between the elite. That's true too. And now, like I said, granted, I don't care that he did bad because if you take a ba- the best baseball player in the world and you put him in a completely different setting. He might not be as good that day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for Kenny to, you know, feel uncomfortable in an empty arena, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying he's losing it or never had it. But Cody was fine. Some of the wording he used was corny. I agree with you there. I felt like um, Kenny didn't do well on the mic. And I felt like the people coming out one at a time without music or intros or a crowd was a little weird where Cody was like I need my brothers and then everybody just kind of came out one at a time I was like okay I didn't love that See, I disagree I did like it just under the circumstances I felt like it was just like more authentic yeah so and with that being said for some reason like watching Dynamite was way easier than watching these Smackdowns and Rawls without the crowd well think about it think about this who out of the two companies, who's more comfortable working in small crowds, WWE or AEW? Yeah, that's true. I looked at Chuck Taylor in the first match on the Best Friends, the tag team, yeah, yeah. and was like, he's going to shine tonight because I don't know how many times he wrestled in front of 17 people. Yeah. This is perfect for him. He knows that's exactly. The thing, that's the thing with Raw and SmackDown and Mania. They need the They need, they people. need it. It's part of the show. Even if it's 20 people in the in the crowd, the other wrestlers watching the matches, it will make a huge difference. It'll be really interesting if that happens because on Twitter, and it got a little fire underneath it, Ryan Satan yeah. said that he asked the question, is it responsible that AEW has these wrestlers in the crowd when we're supposed to be 10 people or less and all this? And I was very curious, like, is he being for real? (laughs) Because, okay, granted, yeah, there's 10 people in the crowd. They're not six feet apart, whatever. 
I feel like AEW having that crowd made the show way better. Me too. I would continue doing it and maybe just spread them out more if you feel uncomfortable. But for Ryan Satan to say that when Bill Goldberg's 53 and Roman Reigns has survived leukemia twice. And they're face to face. Makes me feel like he was just trying to take a jab at AEW and didn't realize like I'm going to look like a fool doing this. Because Jerry Lawler's 70 and he's on Monday Night Raw tomorrow. Or, or Monday. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he just said it to be a dick, to be honest. I mean, what do you what do you expect during matches? Obviously, they have to be right there. I mean, it's a reach. Yeah. So, with... Hey, we're 20 minutes in. There's nothing else to do. You think people would listen to AEW talk if we started it? I'm about to start talking <laughs> about it, so... Well, hit it, because uh, I thought it was an awesome If y'all show. don't really like AEW, I would suggest giving it a chance. This is, like, the perfect time now, because they had some really good matches, and... I'm, like, a WWE person, like, to the core. I'm the type, like, I don't really like giving other promotions a chance just because I like what I'm used to. But watching Dynamite, I mean, and the women have gotten better, a lot better. Uh, Chris Statlander and Hikura Shida. I love Me Shida. Too. Shida, I, her style, her look. Her demeanor when she walks to the ring and stuff, like, she, have, she works hard. They have a lot of good chemistry with each other. And I agree with you. I think their women are definitely getting better. They are. They are getting a lot better. Um, but you know what? I mean, take advantage of it. Their women's matches are significantly better when it's not one-on-one. Right. I can think of good one-on-one matches in AEW for women, but at its best, it's been like, four ways and you know gimmicky kind of matches that's ice cream truck shout out to that guy working hard (laughs) uh so do you want to talk about the dark order yeah so the dark order comes out and cuts the promo uh that the exalted one is gonna rise and Christopher Daniels is one of the wrestlers out in the audience, and he says, stop it. Before that, did you think stop. they were going to show the, who it was this night? Yeah, because I text Jake, and Jake said, the Exalted One's coming. And I was like, well, I knew that they said that po- or, you know, before everything happened. Are they still doing that? And he said, yeah, I saw a tweet about it on Sunday. And then sent me the tweet. So on Sunday, they announced that they were still doing it. So I did... No, I didn't know who it was. Real talk, had no, no I idea. I don't think anybody did, right? It wasn't even on like the dirt. I'm sheets. sure some people guessed correctly. I'm sure they guessed, but nobody knew. Right. it's gonna be this. Right. So that was what was big for me. So Christopher Daniels tells them to just stop it. He tells Uno that none of the people in the Dark Order's lives have been any better because of him, that he just lies to these people and they believe it. And then we get a video package of someone explaining that the new motto for the Dark Order is that they take what they want when they want. And you slowly realize as a promo's cut saying... uh, Christopher Daniels, you're not the first old man to doubt me, but I'll make damn sure you're the last. As Brody Lee, formerly Luke Harper, 
is shown as the exalted one of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. What you think? I mean, I'm not familiar with his work as Brody Lee. That was him in the Indies. Yep, California-based for the most part. Did a lot of work. Worked a lot. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I know people are very stoked about it. What you saw with Luke Harper in ring is what you're gonna get. He can work. Yeah. I don't know if you remember him and well, like, Dolph in that side, ladder match, yeah. the Intercontinental. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. of my favorite ladder oh, yeah. matches ever. So the dude can work. Um, but now you're seeing that he can talk, mm-hmm. and he's a really smart guy. Um, Bray Wyatt even made a sad face when they showed him on AEW announcing, you know, his, which I'm sure Bray's happy for him, but right. just sad that that talent got away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was huge. I think if you thought the Dark Order was corny, that's fine. But now they're legit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And it would not break my heart one bit. If Brody Lee ends up with one of the tag titles and is a part of the story of the Omega Hangman split. Right. Would not break my heart one bit. Speaking of, they also had a, what was it, a six-man tag with the Inner Circle versus the Elites to determine who gets the advantage at Blood and Guts. That was the main event. Which is now postponed. Yeah. So... Yeah, that match was really good. And Jericho was on commentary, which is... Fantastic. I mean, yeah. You pumpkin-headed shit. <laughs> uh, so the Inner Circle won. And uh, then... The Inner Circle wins. Jericho starts celebrating. And he goes, Not only are you a man down. Not only does Kenny Omega have a broken hand. Not only does Hangman Page not get along with anybody. But now you have the disadvantage in the match. And as he's saying this, a drone slowly starts falling from the sky as Matt Jackson announces that he's wrong. They're not a man down. And the camera zooms to the deleted one, the vessel of Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy version. Boof. I know. So, this show, I feel like, was pretty stacked with uh, Brody Lee and Matt Hardy. You had had all that. You had, it's 2020, and I can tell you you had a pretty fun little Jake Roberts promo. You had MJF for two hours, which is awesome. They were gambling on the matches. You had announcing that was so refreshing because they were just talking. And that was fine. Because in the midst of, like all the news and media and stuff going crazy it was nice to just hear three dudes watching wrestling dicking Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. it was awesome to me uh you had you had other good matches with jurassic express and um the butcher and the blade which i skipped that match okay understandable no problem i have no problems with this i did see where matt hardy said something like if Triple H was in control of creative in WWE, then like he would have had the broken character would have worked. I think Vince just didn't get it, and he yeah. didn't. I'm totally fine with one more run with Matt Hardy and this character in his image, where yeah. he's getting to do it. But I no titles. I don't want any gold on Matt Hardy in this company. 
You can, if you, you win a tag title or something, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I can't have him be AEW champion. And now Jeff is on SmackDown. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, as of now. Shut up. <laughs> I just don't trust the dude. I know, he's got a lot of chances. Yeah, like, it's getting to the point where it's like, man, I, just, I don't... If you're sick and have a, you know, if, if, you, if, if you have a problem, I wish you would get help, and I feel sorry for you there. But also, you may not think you have that problem, and you may just be doing whatever you want because you're invincible and can jump off the ladders and not die. <laughs> but I just, maybe he's just not a good person. I don't know. Oh, stop it. Dude, you say that until when he gets in a car drunk and hit somebody speaking of not a good person the crispin wad documentary is on tonight they finally released it the dark side of the ring won't you uh, tell the good people where they can find that on youtube on vice's youtube channel two you parts watch the two-part crispin two hours Wah dark side of the ring and i think it's like jericho vicky guerrero chavo guerrero they all they're all in it and jericho is actually commentating so that's something to watch i'm excited to watch it because they the vice series dark side of the ring they've done every episode so well yeah it's been a really good show um let's see if if you need your wrestling fancy tickled if you like 80s style wrestling um nwa power is on youtube i think they're probably around a dozen episodes in and it's been solid Mm -hmm. but again if you like 80s style it's slower it's more aggressive as far as uh like the revival the pace yeah but you know some people like that there's a lot of people out there that like that studio style and they've got good uh stars um jim Cornette was there got fired and now bad news barrett is the commentator one of the commentators and they've got some faces you'll recognize on the roster mr Kennedy. Oh, really? Kennedy. Yeah, Colt Cabana was on there. I'm sure he's not anymore. Um, Trevor Murdoch. Nick Aldis is their champion. Uh, yeah, so the Rock and Roll Express is still. <laughs> Bless them. Um, Did you uh, listen to Stone Cold's podcast with Bret Hart on it? What? Nah. I don't really. I haven't either. Stone Cold's like a, a long trip podcast for me. His, I know, I love him, but his his podcast just don't do it for me. And he'll ask a question, and then tell a five minute story, yeah. and forget about the question he asked, and just go into another yeah. question. So let me ask you this then. But uh, yeah, so it's kind of like if I'm on a trip and don't have to pay attention <laughs> to anything. But um, let's see what else. MLW is on YouTube. It is. I I think MLW is one of the funnest wrestling shows on weekly and they've got some guys that you'll recognize so they tape like weeks in advance so right now mjf is still technically on their show even though he's not dang right but it's still a fun show and then you know if you got the network you can go watch all the old stuff watch the ruthless aggression stuff yeah the documentary those were good yeah those were done really well i think lucha underground is free on tubi the Tubi app if you've never seen Lucha Underground and like if you like wrestling and comic books you might like Lucha Underground that's a lot of wrestling yeah but I mean we may have weeks to do nothing (laughs) so I'm just trying to 
queue up some stuff for the people. We'll probably be doing another podcast before Mania. I don't know what. Maybe like our top five favorite Mania well, matches. Well, no, we were talking about it, and we wanted to make it where it's not like just any other generic generic top ten, top five, whatever. Jake brought up a good point. Maybe we'll do this. He just said, personally, what are your favorite moments in wrestling? And he didn't say WWE or anything. Well, so I know, but I also think it should be, since it is WrestleMania, right around, the, we we should do like a WrestleMania one. You just have so little to go with because no, there's only don't. been 30. There's been 35 WrestleManias. How many matches on each WrestleMania? Like, I can think off the top of my head my top five matches right now. That's what I'm saying. And it's some that you're not going to expect. That moments. highly doubt it. No, no. Name. No. What name one, and I'll I'll tell you if it's on my list. It's gonna be Flair retires. No, that's not on. This is personally to you, like your personal uh, favorite. Okay, so then Snooky Smash. Fuck no! <laughs> Shut up. Uh, let's see what else. All of T Pain's concerts. No. I know you love T Pain. No one. Oh, Ashley, are you trying to save face for the podcast? <laughs> That was like in high school. <laughs> uh, what else would be Ashley's favorite moments? Um, exactly. You can't think. I'm just trying to think of like stuff that sucked. <sighs> I feel you. I just... I feel like the ones that are big, everybody feels are big with WrestleMania. Because everybody has watched them. I'll give you one. Okay. Okay. And this isn't really in a... This isn't necessarily my top, but it's definitely in my top 10 favorite moments was when WrestleMania 31, when Seth Rollins cashed in uh, and won and closed the show. Okay. That mania, I had such low expectations for that card, remember? And then, like, it was one of the best manias ever, and it was the best cash-in ever, and it set off Rollins' heel run. (sighs) I miss that. J&J security. But yeah, that's something you wouldn't have expected to, like... No way. That would definitely be on people's top ten. Okay, these kids are going wild outside. You want to go spray them down again? (laughs) We're throwing dog turds at kids from the roof. <gasps> not really. Well, she's not. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we just, this is kind of just like a whatever podcast, you know. We just wanted episode. to see how you guys were doing. Check Hard in. times. Hard times, the baby. But yeah, I'm sure we'll come up with something and maybe have a special guest and upload another one next week or so or before mania and so yeah thank you guys so much for listening we hope you're all safe safe. stay inside social distance is serious and don't take it lightly and we out of here we're out of here ring the damn bell